Hi there. Welcome to the From Lab to Launch podcast by Qualio, where we share inspiring stories from the people on the front lines of life sciences. Tune in and leave inspired to bring your life-saving products to the world. Hi, I'm Kelly from Qualio, and I'm your host here at From Lab to Launch. Thanks for joining the show today. We've published over 50 interviews with innovators in life sciences across the world. It's been so inspiring to hear the stories of perseverance and innovation to improve human health and save lives. If you've enjoyed the conversations, consider subscribing and giving us a review on Apple or Spotify. And if you want to be on From Lab to Launch, please see the application linked in the show notes. Today, we're excited to talk to Peter, who is the CEO of Untitled Kingdom, a software and digital product development company founded in 2008, specializing in medtech and health tech projects. Professionally, Peter is the president of Entrepreneurs Organization and the guardian of Untitled Kingdom's mission to positively impact users' health and lives. Privately, he's a music connoisseur who just completed his term as president of the Weniwa Community Band, a new father, a happy husband, and a dog owner of a Polish greyhound named Argus. And with that, let's bring him in. Hi, Peter. Thanks for joining us today. Hello, Kelly. Thanks for having me here on your show. Can you tell us a little bit about your background and the journey of how you got to where you are today? Uh, yeah, sure. So my background is pretty unique because I had been assisting to member of parliament during university. And I was dreaming about becoming a prime minister of Poland for many, many years. But I have discovered that... Uh, the politics is not as nice as I thought. So <laughs> I decided to choose a different path. But one thing that politics has taught me is that you need to have values and you need to have vision and you need to believe in something. And when we have met our first business partner from the medtech industry was in 2014, uh, I knew that this is the break-even point in our company. And I felt immediately that this is the way we should follow. This is the path we should we should choose to focus on medtech projects. That's awesome. So you're currently the CEO then of Untitled Kingdom. Tell us a little bit about more about that organization. So Untitled Kingdom works with companies from a medtech field. The companies who make medical devices and services. So let's imagine that we have a partner who wants to uh, create a device that can help with some disease. They approach us and we help them to translate their uh, business vision and this idea into real digital product by using product development and software development. That's exciting. So I see the software you create are also aligned with FDA, HIPAA, ISO 1345 requirements. How does Untitled Kingdom make sure you're aligned and compliant with these standards um, as you're building your products? So before I answer that question, let's, let's imagine the world without the medical certification. Let's imagine that you're a person who has used a badly designed medical application and what kind of health issues it may cause that this application will not show you a message that your heart rate is super, super high. And imagine that you're a person who has used a badly designed uh, note-taking app. So the difference is super high. 
and uh, the stakes are a lot higher when you work on medical devices. So we need to be uh, sure that we are aligned with medical certification. And every time when we start cooperation with our business partner, we create a team that is dedicated to this project. We are trying to understand users' needs. We are trying to understand what our business partner wants to uh, achieve, what kind of problem they want to solve. And uh, it's like the, the health is the most, most important value we have in our life. So we need to be very careful that we deliver what we promise to deliver. And the medical certification is, is, is super important. And as I said, creating the software, you need to focus on the end user. You need to focus on quality and you need to make it as simple as possible to let people uh, use this software and take benefits from it. Well, and keeping it simple facilitates end user experience and use from home, right? So I was reading on your website that you're creating um, these medical innovative technologies that help prevent, diagnose, and cure from home. What does that mean? To, no doctor involved? I can just log in? How's, how's that work? So we believe that technology makes us equal. And we believe that the technology can narrow the gap social economic classes. And uh, it, no matter if you're in a small uh, village in Minnesota, big city like New York, you're in Poland, you're in Warsaw, or in any other places in the world, by using technology, you can have an equal access to professionals, to doctors, and you can use different devices and remotely send, let's say, data from your, from your body, from your heart to, to the doctor and analyze it with this medical professional online. Or let's imagine this beautiful vision that Elizabeth Holmes has uh, uh, before with Theranos. It was a great vision of course, uh, badly executed. And uh, I think it has destroyed the medical industry uh, for many, many years. And VCs were super scary uh, about investing in medical devices. But let's imagine this, this vision to have this device that can verify and test your blood from your home and send uh, results directly to the medical staff and get your professional medical opinion right away. So we are a few years later with the technology right now and the possibilities are huge, like they're really huge. And it doesn't mean that we don't want to have uh, doctors. It means that we want them, but for more people to make them much more accessible. And that's the point of creating med tech devices, IoT devices, and that's the point of technology makes us equal. Yep. Well, and, and I think you've already kind of speaking to, you know, the future of, of digital healthcare, but that was my next question for you. You know, healthcare is making this massive shift towards digitization. Clearly, you guys are, are involved in that, um, in that change. But in general, where do you see the future of that going? Yeah, that's a, that's a really good question. Uh, I would say I have two points here. The first one is democratization. And by democratization, I really mean democratization. So uh, to narrow the gap of social economic classes, right? This is what I said before. No matter where you are, you should have an access to uh, 
really, really good doctors. You should have an access to highly professional medical staff. And the opportunity here is that having results from a heart rate monitor or any other devices, you can send it directly to any doctor all around the world and get his or her professional opinion. And uh, that's the first trend. So this democratization. And the second one is data standardization. So let's talk about the data. Data is, especially health data, is the most important value we have. And no one should have an access to our personal health data without our agreement and consent. Uh, especially now with Roe v. Wade, and we have the big discussion about the security, about privacy, about law. But uh, let me make the very clear point here. I believe that no one should have an access to our health data with our permission and our consent. But the future is that we have a lot of different uh, health data from many different providers, uh, blood tests uh, from one clinic, another clinic for, from one doctor, another doctor, we have all of PDFs, uh, we have Apple Health, we have Google Health, and data is somewhere, right? We have this, all of those information somewhere. But uh, right now, we, we need to think about standardization. We need to think about uh, filtration. We need to think how to take all, all of those results and give you the very simple answer or give you kind of the dashboard of your health. So, of course, there are products like Fire that's trying to make it much easier. But we need kind of the regulations on a global level or on a national level to make it much more simpler because we have a lot of devices around us and a lot of data, but it's still not standardized. And so the first one is democratization. And the second one is what we will do with our data and how we'll translate them into useful insights for us. So what advice would you give someone wanting to learn more about the digital product space? I would say that this person should follow trends, should read a lot of articles. This person should, of course, use Twitter. You have found, find a lot of information on Twitter. But the medical conferences and talking to, to medical experts is the key, I believe, here. Because without deep understanding of human body, without deep understanding of the possibilities and this kind of the legacy technology that we have in all clinics, you know, all hospitals, you cannot uh, truly understand the future of digital health. As a human beings, we have the very basic understanding of our body, even the very, very important and health aspects like periods. Uh, we know only, like we have only few information about it as a male uh, re representatives, but we should know much more about it to understand human body, right? So we should talk to medical specialists, we should read a lot, we should follow the newest trends, and uh, yeah, I would say that's it. Excellent, excellent, thank you. So switching gears then to to you, um, tell us a little bit about uh, your your hobbies there, the president of a community band, What's, what is that? The community band was with 75 musicians, uh, I was a president, I'm not a musician. I was a person who had been trying to organize everything, find some money and set some goals for musicians. 
And that was like quite an adventure for me, 10 years being a president of the concert band. But right now, um, I have a 10 month old son. And b- before Henry, the Untitled Kingdom was the, the, one of the most important projects in my life. And we have this mission in Untitled Kingdom that we should focus only on projects that improve people's lives and can change even the smallest bit of reality around us. With Henry right now, my son, I really want to focus on projects that can help him to live in a just a little bit better world. Uh, it's very difficult with global warming and all problems that we have right now, but he's a really good, um, uh, like having a son, this is a really good mission to work on projects that can make life a little bit easier for him. So my hobby is spending some time, spending time with my son, with my dog, long walks and focusing on uh, how to improve and make UK Antarctic Kingdom better. That's, that's excellent. Yeah. Having, having small people in your life does change your perspective yeah. on what's important. Around you. Definitely. Well, if you could go back and tell yourself something at the start of your career, what would that be? Uh, to be honest, nothing. I believe that uh, I, I'm in a place where I am in my life because of all of the mistakes I have made, because all of the questions I didn't know how to answer because all of the people I have met and uh, people who have betrayed me or have helped me or other events in my life that helped me to be here. So I would say that this journey and this experience I have is the, the biggest value for me. And I don't want to change anything in my life uh, because this is a lesson learned I have, and now I can benefit from it. Absolutely. I love that answer. Where can people go to learn more, <laughs> follow along, and connect with you? Um, so the first place is, of course, uh, LinkedIn. Uh, this is the social media that we use to, to connect. The second one is our website, untitledkingdom.com. And of course, my email. So if you want to connect with me, you can use uh, those platforms to write me a message, to connect with me, to ask a question, and I'm happy to, to help. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time today, Peter. It's been, uh, it's been an awesome conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. for listening to this week's episode of From Lab to Launch, brought to you by Qualio. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe and give the show a positive review. It really helps us out. For more information about Qualio, our guest today, or to be a guest on a future episode, please refer to the show notes. Until next time.